Hey guys, thanks for tuning in for another episode of The Naturalist Capitalist. Tonight we're doing our 14th installment of The Four Horsemen. Real quick, if this is your first time here, please subscribe to the channel. Also in the description, you can find links to Odyssey, uh, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and numerous other platforms where you can follow me. Please check me out on all those platforms. Who knows how long I'll be on YouTube. All right, without any further ado, let's get into the show. This is one of the most anticipated shows I've done in a long time. As always, we have my pal, Eric Jackman, riding shotgun. How are you doing, Eric? Rock and roll, Reed. I'm doing great, man. Um, I have to say it was an incredible Easter. I got up. I got back down. I was resurrected. I was insurrected. I was inserted. I was inputted, outputted, everything in between. And we did a great job. And we are very excited to be here. we got a fucking huge show tonight. It's going to be great, Reed. going to be great. You know, I love From you. All the way across the pond in Japan, we have the ghost of Ryan Dawson. How are we doing tonight, Ryan? <laughs> I'm doing very well. If you want to get into Ukraine today, we can. But I, I have a feeling this one's going to be all over the map. Oh, yeah. <laughs> just, just as usual. <laughs> so we've got the guy. He's always on the grind. He's prime time. 99. Alex Stein ah, on the show. Let's go. We got the four horsemen. And you know, it's funny. We were just we were just talking. I mean, that, that intro, you have a lot of esteemed guests, Abby Martin, a lot of big time people, Larry Sharp, Spike Cohen. I mean, I can't even name them all. And then you said this is an anticipated episode. So I feel good. Wow. It's such a pleasure. Thank you for having me, Reed, Eric, and Ryan. I'm telling you, I've been a big fan of yours for a long time. I've, you know, uh, watched a lot of your debates. And you and I are very similar wavelengths when it comes to uh, the events cool. on 9-11. Good. So yeah, Alex. I kind of started that. <laughs> you started 9-11 Truth? Oh, come on. Okay, well, let's wait, wait, wait. Before we get into it, because now let me get my... See, the, word, the coin, that phrase, 9-11 Truth, was a guy named Tyler from MySpace. We created that group, but two days after it was made, I got kicked off of MySpace. Wow, but so it, you've been a 9-11 yeah. Truther since the MySpace days. Okay, but and, and this is y'all's show. I don't want to take it over, but I had to ask a couple of questions. So, Ryan, when you when you look at, like, Loose Change, you because know, that was a documentary that changed my mind. I don't know. Reed, are you familiar with Loose Change? Yeah, I'm familiar. Okay, are you, Eric? I'm saying, where is that on the scale of accuracy? Obviously, it's not 100% accurate. But uh, like, they got <laughs> the date right. That's about it. That's it. Yeah, I heard you hate Loose Change. So you don't like anything from Loose Change Nothing. whatsoever. Nothing. That they're the reason why people can't take it seriously. Why is it's that? Like, it's like the it's like the virus deniers for COVID nineteen. There's all these. There's legitimate, nuanced adult view you can have on the Rona virus, but saying viruses don't exist, well, that that already uh, gets Fauci off the hook. You can't have a tailor-made, man-made virus in Wuhan with gain-of-function research from Echo Health that goes back to NIH if you don't think viruses are real. And you have no paper trail back to foreign governments and our own government on 9-11 if you're denying airplanes and saying it's missiles and pods and stuff. And like, and the thing is, even after the fact, two of the three loose changers like said, okay, we're young and idiots. One of them's still going, Jason Burmas. He just will not let it die. <laughs> Does well, loose change talk about the Israeli art students on the 93rd no, floor? They don't talk See, about Israel at all. All they talk about is uh, nonsense. They, they, they say a missile hit the Pentagon. They say Flight 93 was shot out of the air and just. Well, what hit the, the Pentagon? Not a plane hit the Pentagon. Oh, no. Flight 77 hit the Pentagon. It did. You think a plane hit high? You think I it hit know. that low? Well, the same way they land on runways. 
And so you think it kind of drove in there? It must have been on the it's runway. Just like landing a plane, except you don't put the landing gear down. If you want to hit the first floor of a building, it's just like landing on a runway. Hundreds of thousands of planes do it every day. What in Shanksville though? You do think the plane hit the ground and then hardened in the yeah, ground? Yeah, because we have ninety-five percent of the debris and the black box. So yeah. Yeah, Alex, wow. if you want to really dig like, into ninety-three, go watch my video with Jason Burmis, because if a plane gets shot out of the sky. Uh, and they even show pictures of this in Loose Change. They show pictures of the, uh, fuck, I forget what flight it was, but the flight that um, got bombed in the 90s, I think it was. And there's huge pieces of the fuselage all over the ground, huge pieces of the wings everywhere, because when it blows up in the sky, then everything just kind of falls when it reaches whatever terminal velocity it can. So you'll find big chunks everywhere, where with Flight 93, there's like a silhouette of a plane in the ground and everything was pulverized you found a piece of the engine a bit away and then you found another piece over here but like ryan said like you find the whole plane but it's in tiny tiny pieces because it's just been we have witnesses who saw ground. it they're not a what, bunch of crisis what, actors and you have what, the black box what about the passports, they have audio though. recordings but ryan you don't think those pass those passports were fake though right well, they got uh, rubber stamped passports out of Jeddah, Saudi Arabia. Rick I know, but do you think that the passports were on the plane and that the FBI actually found those next to the building? You believe that? Well, in New York, it's on. It's very improbable that a a passport is going to survive. It's not impossible, but b that you're going to find it in knee deep rubble. Uh, it wasn't the FBI that found it. It was the police and an unnamed witness came by and handed it to Bernard Carrick, uh, the same guy that was in Israel getting a quarter million dollar loan from Earthtime Wertheimer in August 28th, just uh, a week and change before September 11th, who ended up going to jail for 10 years for frauds. So, no, I don't trust that guy. But so what Alex, about, do, you, do you know about Ziad Jara on Flight 93? Do you know about it, that whole backstory? Was, was that the pilot? Was that the guy that was supposed to be flying? I know Muhammad Atta's backstory. He's a cokehead and, you know, married the stripper right. and then killed that girl's cats and all that. But but no, what what who was the guy on Flight 93? Man, this is like a lesson in disinfo. Yeah, yeah. so, oh, this one guy out of flight school Wait, said so. Is it, look, these high schools are the same people involved in Iran-Contra moving drugs back and forth for the government. Right? Yeah. Who cares what they say, or Rudy Decker, or any of these people? Like, Muhammad, fuck Muhammad Atta. Zaid Al Jara's two of his first cousins got caught as Israeli spies in Lebanon months after 9 11. And that's the guy whose passport survived, by the way. A little corner was burned off, they said. There's no uh, mention of this news. guy on fake the black box. There's no mention of this guy. We have the recordings. It was in the Masawi trial. We have the transcript, which you can read. And every single witness says there's three hijackers instead of four. And he's supposed to be flying the plane, yet he's not flying the plane because the other hijackers themselves call out a different person's name, telling him to go up, up, down, down, and shake the plane, right? Ziad's not on there at all. And well, then do you, do you, think and you find out that his, not only is, is he, not only is he, uh, uh related a 9-11 hijacker a pilot is related to israelis he's related to uh people in israeli intelligence that have well, been dude, spying on I hezbollah think it's pretty obvious. i think it's pretty obvious when we look at the project for the new american century that the plan was to destabilize the seven biggest threats to israel in the middle east so i mean obviously israel 
was all over it. But so do you think like Muhammad Atta after it said his son was, you know, in the Middle East somewhere? Like, so do you think those guys, none of them existed? They're the seven passing? biggest threats you're getting from Wesley Clark's uh, bit on we already had a plan to invade seven different nations, right? Well, they said that came from upstairs, right? He goes, we got the plan from upstairs. It's worse than that. Now with seven different countries. Upstairs is Richard Pearl's office. He's talking about the defense for policy who had been caught at spying for Israel in the 70s and his hardcore Zionist. They called him the Prince of Darkness. He set up an office within an office uh, under uh, Douglas Fife called the Office of Special Plans that cherry picked and fabricated evidence about Iraq to go to war there. And uh, yes, yeah, all these neocons and they're all when you say neocons, <clears throat> they all have a certain loyalty to a foreign state and uh and many of them have been caught spying for them in the past and there's no consequences for it that's but that's who cherry picked all this stuff about, it was right? fife it was wolfowitz it was pearl it was david Fromm who wrote the axis of evil speech that bush went out and did uh he's also involved with the ukraine shenanigans so do you think if that shoe, do you think if that shoe would have hit george bush the world would be a better place I think it was kind of cool that our president could get out of the way like that. That was the first time I was ever proud of him. Okay. Okay. So, so right. Alex, what, what he's getting at though, basically is you have a hijacker who allegedly is flying flight 93, who's directly related to people, to Israel. in Israeli intelligence. Yeah. So instead of going after that rabbit trail, finding out who these hijackers were, and because, you know, you have phone calls from the passengers on Flight 93 saying there's three dark skinned males on the plane. Right. When if Ziad Jara were on there, there'd be four. And he's also a light skinned dude. Uh, he's not dark skinned. So when you have all these eyewitness accounts, what are there like six, uh, Ryan? And the first thing they do is they say the phone calls are fake. They don't want any cooperating evidence. Right. right. And then they don't tell you the story about the spy ring at all. It's like, oh, what? All the hijackers are still alive and just shit like that, right? Uh, to get you lost, man. They did get you well, barking you up the wrong tree. Are you talking about the Israeli art students spying? That's got a arrested. different spy ring. The Israeli art students was protecting a uh, black market ecstasy ring worth about $80 million that was used as the budget for this whole thing. And that was down on Florida. And they were spying on... Al Qaeda to protect them from local law enforcement. I want to add Ryan to that. If you, uh, Alex, if you ever want to look into the ecstasy ring with the Israelis, Robbie Martin from Media Roots, Abby I'm Martin's taking brother. A lot of that ecstasy. Sorry, go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> no, speaking of ecstasy, Sean Atwood here. But um, <laughs> oh, Robbie Martin from Media Roots, Abby Martin's brother, has has done exhaustive research on those Israeli ecstasy rings all around the country and how they were trying to infiltrate um, defense installations selling fake art and all kinds of bullshit like that so um and he's dug around in florida and found some really interesting stuff i'm sure ryan you know a lot about that some of the properties and down christopher ketchum and counterpunch and, right. uh, and valentine a lot of people have gone in and uh damn man go in my archive i've interviewed people from uh the dea and everything else all about it like they were spying on them mike rivera was good on that actually he was on this show uh but yeah. what about That's what about the bee thing? Systems. Yeah, yeah. But what about gelatin, the bee thing, the Israeli art students on the night? No, that is uh, that's fake. You said they were no, all that, those, they weren't Israeli. They're from Austria. There's light tell, there's light tell fuses. Students. No, dude. Light no. tell fuses are fake. 
That's that woman who uh, said she was a flight attendant. So you don't think there was any pre-planned explosives? How do you think Tower uh, Tower Seven fell? There is evidence of explosives, but the gelatin B thing is another red herring getting you barking up the wrong tree. Like, ooh, boxes with letters and numbers on it. That's just the mail codes. That's all it is. You can take any two-digit number, and it's going to relate to something in the military. It's nothing there. They weren't from Israel. They were from Austria. And that what that does is it created a dragnet on Google so that when people looked at the Israeli art student's story, it all went to this bullshit instead of, Martin and Rivero and you know the people have been really looking at it myself well, too. Well, do you think do you think planes actually took down the towers? Well, it was a combination of the planes and the fire prevention systems being sabotaged prior to anything hitting there. And pe wow. did you know this? Israelis were caught illegally working on the fire prevention systems in uh, the World Trade Centers, got caught in another uh, license scandal, and went to jail for ten years. Know their names. Know yeah. They this worked on that. They and the uh, companies they work for also have been uh, indicted and in prison for faking fire suppression credentials. They had a fake business uh, that faked uh, reference letters and everything else. It was just a residential address to some <clears throat> guy in Brooklyn, uh, Sergey Denko and David Connell, and they created a company that wasn't real to hire people to sabotage the fire prevention systems, but they said they were upgrading them. And the FBI said, oh, really? Because the Port Authority does all of those contracting and we don't have anything. FBI agent's name was Susan Nash. She went, she's the one that investigated the murder of Catherine Smith, who died the day before she went to court to tell them the, more information on these people. <clears throat> and uh, they're like, well, it must have been a tenant that hired them because the Port Authority has no record of doing any uh, work on the fire prevention systems, elevators or anything else. We didn't contract anybody. But they did have irreparable asbestos. So they had the bad asbestos, though. Isn't that why they were working on it? Because that irreparable asbestos was in the building? They weren't working on the asbestos, though. Officially, they were say, okay, they got arrested. Well, because you know the bid I'm talking about. You know how that? That's why basically they the Port Authority sold the building. Yeah, I know. It's they like, had a uh, bid for a billion dollar asbestos removal that they couldn't afford. Yeah, and so, so they had to put a new fire prevention system in it. Yeah, they weren't. That's that has nothing to do with it. They um, so it didn't have asbestos in it. They had asbestos, but that's not what they were doing. They <clears throat> they said they claimed their lie was we're working on the upgrading the sprinkler systems and this and that but they were doing the opposite they went the world trade centers had relay pumps i think it was every 16 or 32 floors or something well if you break the bottom two then the water doesn't have to go to the top you don't have to hit every floor or anything you just have to hit the relay and they didn't work and that's why you're going to get maximum damage from a fire if the sprinkler systems don't come on because the fire department can't even reach that high that's why so many of them were going up the stairs and well, died Oreo in the Palmer, tower. Because, Oreo Palmer made it up to the top. He made it up to like the 90th floor. Yeah, a couple, but like I'm talking about with the hose and everything, they didn't get all the way up there. And the ones where they finally did, and then by the time they got up there and started fighting the fire, uh, they pulled the trigger and the whole building comes down on them. And a lot of a lot of them died. Well, you know. So, Alex, here's a, there's died. another thing uh, with the Pentagon. Um you know, there's reports from uh, inside the room where Cheney was. He was, you know, th there was an aide asking him, hey, sir, there's POC a plane bunker. that's. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Norman Mineta was like, hey, is it this, the, you know, this is, uh, 
Yeah, he's like, yeah, has the plan like, it's changed? Like sixty miles out, it's fifty yeah. miles out. And he's like, and no, what, has anything? Out. Yeah, he's like, no, is anything? Why? And Dick Cheney got all pissed at him. So what about that? He whipped his neck around and said, "Of course not." No, so you can't do that with a Shanksville's not thirty miles from anything. They're talking okay. about Flight seventy seven. Well, well, I'm not saying that there weren't planes, but I just don't believe that they were the same American Airlines or the same United flight. I think they had to be some sort of different plane because when you look at the footage, it looked like they were gray. I mean, it just, it just looked different, even the latest footage that came out united just, united is gray you know what i mean i'm just saying personally i don't think those are the same planes i don't know why i mean well I, I, we have hey, okay. dna from all the passengers that were on the plane we, we don't have, have a the, black box from dna from which from which team we, do we don't have, have a black, black we have two black boxes actually. yeah but we're missing two though from the one well we don't have the ones in new york but we have the ones from the pentagon in shanksville and missing the black box in new york is not that mysterious when you have a building two buildings of that size plus building six and seven and all that debris you're probably not going to find a lot but i'm pretty sure a lot of people saw at least the second plane running into the building there's no doubt about it you don't but, need a black box right? did you know the planes were basically empty there's only like 30 passengers on the planes as that morning you know they, they were, were like only at 25 percent capacity for going cross country but that's not unusual on a random tuesday uh flying from one side to the other but they did. They got the cross country flight, so it would have maximum fuel. Yeah, I know that from Boston wings. Logan. Yeah, but see, like, and you look at the footage from Logan; it's just such such a joke. I mean, that looks so fake, you know. Yeah. All that. Well, that's yeah. that's our that's our state, right? All the cameras don't work when there's a subway <laughs> shooting, right? If you list of all the times the cameras didn't work, like Epstein getting killed, like, but I don't I don't bank it on the footage, right? It's all the people on those planes are dead. Their families aren't just making that up, right? Everybody yeah, that yeah, was, on there was murdered. And they did forensic evidence, dental and everything else. In the Pentagon, there were, there were bodies even, like like whole bodies. They weren't incinerated. That They found everybody other than the baby. Unfortunately, there was a baby on Flight 77. Have been identified. Their DNA was at Walter Reed. The pathologist went in there. You have debris from the plane. You got a big plane size hole, the first floor. Loose chain shows you the hole in the second floor which is just like the tail hit and they never show you the bottom floor and they act like, look, this is only this tiny hole plane doesn't fit in there. And they're just lying to you. It's a big fucking gaping hole on the bottom. That hole's like not that big though. That hole of the Pentagon is, is not that. I'm not trying to argue. I have this. A it's not picture that big. of it down here. Okay. Okay. What about this though, Ryan? What about that? You know, have you seen that article about the hospitals on the day of it not being packed in, in Manhattan? Uh, what have, the have you read the articles how the how the hospitals you know they interviewed uh, the hospital and they said they saw very few people that the, you know the article i'm talking about here let me pull it up where they said like there's very few people that was actually in the hospital that day yeah i imagine uh they more removing the morgue than the hospital that's what they said that's what the hospital said they're like uh well uh, who's gonna know. survive a plane running into a building uh, I was working uh, prepared, but here, this is it. I'll put it in the thing. It said, well, like, don't you think it would have been, uh, you just would have expected a bunch of people. Uh, let's put it in the chat. So you have it, but it's a daily beast article. So who knows? But it said, you know, uh, <laughs> daily beast. They call you know, me it's Holocaust denier. <laughs> yeah. But you know, it's <laughs> fake. I'm just saying as I was, you know, they, in, in this article, basically they talk about on, on that clear blue day in September, I was working at Manhattan's Bellevue hospital. I prepared for chaos, but none came. People either escaped or they didn't. So it's like yeah. either people, but I'm just surprised even to forget about like 9-11 truth. I'm just surprised from the, you know, we know that all the firefighters and a lot of the cops did get cancer after the fact. I mean, that's real. You believe that. Oh, obviously. yeah. Well, there was asbestos all over the buildings. And 
either they died or they didn't is pretty accurate because basically everybody on the plane dead instantly. Anybody on the floor with the plane hit dead instantly. And 99.9% of the people above the impact zone are just dead. Uh, all of, everyone under it, you had an hour to get out of the building. So most of them did. Uh, it's the ones that were either in the impact zone or above. You had almost zero chance to survive. Now, Ryan, Do we know how many stray cats the, got killed? The South Tower. Six million. <laughs> the South Tower is the one they could sneak by, right? Because the plane hit at an angle. So they could get around in one corner of the building. The, yeah, stairwell A or whatever. Was Ryan, available. what's your Not take everybody. on... Um, you, had, you had four choices. If you guessed right, you got out. If you didn't, you didn't. What's yeah. your take, Ryan, on Huntley and ICTS uh, running the security at Logan? Is there anything to that? Is that important to look into or is that more red herring? It's like a... I, I rank the arguments like A, B, C, D... That's like a C minus. It's not nothing, but it's like unnecessary because we have so much better, you know, walls of the balls on the chopping block type of things. Like, well, this guy's the family's Israeli spies. Right. right. You know, uh, these people got arrested doing illegal work on the World Trade Center's fire prevention systems, which didn't but, work. Um, I mean, that Huntley, to me would be front. And Huntley center. was ICTS and Huntley were run by Shin Bet, former Shin Bet people. Right. I know. It's, but it's all circumstantial. It's like, yeah, we, you and I know, and that's how that is for a lot of these. Uh, well, what could be important about that or useful to understand that is how these guys got some of this shit on these planes um, to look like either fake bombs or box cutters or whatever kind of weapons they might have had. They got stuff right? on the planes by bribing the ramp crews, and I've interviewed people on the ramp crew. So that's how a lot of people move drugs around. This is not a secret, right? Like. Uh, if you want to get something on the plane, do what Escobar did. You either infiltrate the flight attendants who do it for you, or even better, the people handling the luggage and stuff uh, can pass things along, especially something as small. But the box cutter thing is also some 9-11 <coughs> mythery uh, because they had knives. And we know that because we have them on film buying the knives at Walmart and stuff. Wait, and then wait, we have quick, the knives in, my, in the debris list of Flight 93 are these big buoy knives? So okay, okay. I don't they, they think I don't think it was anybody other than the hijackers that had the big buoy knives. So do we believe in '93 that they rammed the cart and said, "Let's roll"? You think that is real? Yeah. Wow. I think I them just, exploiting just, that for a Chevy commercial was pretty lowbrow, but dude, they made a whole movie. It was a Chevy commercial. They made an entire there movie. Happened That's why I think be, it's fake. If there happened to be it, a second degree black belt judoka on flight 93. And so that was serendipitous that you have a professional martial artist mm -hmm. on the plane. That probably helped. You think he did some, he did some time. Well, that's there. ideal one to have on a plane aisle. <laughs> like, yeah. he's ramming. But it would see that flight. They were flying upside down, according to witnesses. And then they yeah, went nose that. first into the ground. So it's very different from other plane crashes where they don't want to crash. They put the landing gear down. They land at an angle. They at least try to survive. Yeah, they and went full from, speed straight down, not like this, not like you know, going 45 oh, degrees. Eric, right remember that fucking video you sent me of that happening again? With that that's happened a couple times. People, yeah, that, their there was one like that the Discovery Channel did it too. They're like, Here, this is what happens. We take aluminum tube and run it even to concrete, not even the ground. It just there's nothing left yeah. of it. Like, yeah. and um, hey, Eric, what was that video that you sent me? Remember, it was the Korean airline or something just I think it was in China ground. recently and it was just a nosedive. 
I'll try to and find then, him. Yeah, oh, nothing. Yeah, left. it fell, It just looks like it fell out of the sky. Well, Trump, right. Trump was wondering. You know, I, I was wondering about the dancing Israelis if they were doing the electric slide the Macar- Were they doing well, the Trump Macarena? They had bombs. Trump the day doing? of. You've heard that. You've heard Trump's interview the day of. Oh, he you look at these buildings. These were very powerful buildings. There had to been something more than the planes to take them down. I mean, these were tough, powerful, strong buildings. Okay. Well, there is some evidence of that. The Pat Dawson reported on it. Rick Sanchez reported on it. The fire chief before he died reported on it. And the cops who said they found a suspicious device in, in a bomb inside a van, uh, which had been they what they did is similar to the 93 World Trade Center attack. They put uh, vans in the parking garage, which is the lower section of the building below by the basements the foundation and in addition to the plane hitting above and the sprinklers being broken there may have been some truck bombs on the bottom and the reason i say that is because our own news media cops and fire department said we have found explosive devices in the van well that black security guard that black security guard is full of crap though he said that he was above and he saw people come up on the elevator that were all burned up insinuating that there was probably some some sort of explosive on the ground Do you know the guy i'm talking about the guy that hey guys kinda... real quick uh, adam fitzgerald yeah. is watching and he's just posting some stats here about, bring him in dude uh let's see we got uh 10 patients were brought to inova alexandria hospital suffering from injuries raging from burns to head lacerations according to kathleen berry chief nurse executive and then we got this one uh virginia hospital center in arlington reported treating 30 patients eight of whom were in critical condition according to a spokeswoman Mm -hmm. uh three earlier reports of other explosions in the washington region at the state department and capitol were not accurate law enforcement officials said yeah we didn't even bring that up but that's another thing they tried to be like oh the they've hit this and I also like how the whole media, without any investigation, were said Flight 93 was going to hit the White House. Well, how do you know where it was going to go? But they all just decided that was the fourth target, and that's just what they went with. Well, why did, all the Isra- why did all those Israel on the Israel WeChat app get notifications not to go to work that day? You're talking I mean, about Odigo? Uh, you're talking about Odigo, yeah. yeah. Well, uh, but, a couple uh, of them did come forward and say, hey, I got this weird warning saying not to go in. Uh, they were not Israeli. They were just Amer- uh, American Jews. Well, again, that kind of... But it's an Israeli app, for sure. Yeah. They probably had the same name as someone else, so they got the message, too. And they, they came forward and said, look, bef- this is foreknowledge. I was warned not to go on this message app. And that's just the two people that had the nuts to come forward and say, look at what I have. There may have been more that got the message or just kept quiet. And you know, though, that after the 93 bombing, that a lot of the tenants left. So there's only mainly the specialty tenants that had some sort of specialty offices stayed. I mean, wouldn't you agree with that? Well, the 1993 bombing is a, a complete after it. FBI yeah, I know. sting operation anyway. No, like, that was totally false flag. But I'm saying after it, you know, it's like you see those pictures where you can there was whole floors of nine of, you know, WTC. You could totally see through. There were empty floors. You know, I mean, you, you saw that. That's not fake. Well, there's a big hole in the garage, so I imagine they would be empty. <laughs> but you know what I'm talking I'm talking about after a lot of the tenants left after that first bombing. You know what I mean? Yeah, that, I mean, wouldn't you if your Carly work got bombed? Like, yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't want to Like, why is it a mystery that Larry Silverstein bought insurance when the same buildings have been attacked already in 93? You're going to buy terror. What about Zim shipping, Ryan? So, guys, Zim. this is that clip of that plane from <laughs> yeah, a few this is weeks dark. ago. Oh, Infowars.com. Yeah, so <laughs> oh. 
That was Randy Orton with the RKO out of nowhere. That looks like the courtroom after my second divorce. Boy, my lawyer had a field day. <laughs> my lawyer had a field day. Total disaster. Look at that. Up in flames. That's what the toilet looks like after Rosie O'Donnell eats at Arby's. Okay? <laughs> Just total disaster. Complete destruction, explosion, and disaster. In China. So, Alex, in China. We, we got into 9-11 before you could even, like, talk about yourself at all. So, you've never been on the yeah. show. I'm sure everyone yeah. knows who you are, but, like, what's going on? You're all over the place, man. You're on Fox News. You're blowing up everywhere. What, so, on Tucker how Carlson. long have you been trolling all these people You're and then fucking oxygen, just blow Alex. up out of nowhere? Or have you been slowly growing? Or did they just, just all happen at once? Or what's the deal, man? Dude, I'm primetime 99, and what they say is you got to work every day of your life to become an overnight success. And that's my case because I worked, uh, you know, I graduated from LSU in Baton Rouge, Louisiana. I'm a pimp eating all the shrimp and the crawdads and all that stuff, you know. And then I decided, hey, I'm going to go be a superstar. I moved to Los Angeles, California. I had no job, no nothing. And I, I got a job or I went and signed up at Central Casting. And because I was 18 to look younger, I worked a lot. Of, I worked on, you know, The Office. Oh, there's so many shows and, and, you know, television shows I was on. It's always sunny in Philadelphia where, you know, I was featured. Just a bunch of really cool experiences. But then after two years of that, I got hired to work for the show Cheaters here in Dallas, Texas. And that's where we catch people cheating on their husbands and wives. So I worked for that show for the last 10 years. And and right when the pandemic started, or before the pandemic on started. There? What? Say that Hunter again? Hunter Biden on there? <laughs> No, we should. We need to follow him. But I can I can only say so much about the uh, cheaters. But if you guys I look into it, you guys are kind of know. episode. I work with Alex Stein. I did. I work with him. I made him get me my coke and my hookers. Well, dude, and that's you know they say Bill Clinton is probably a homosexual. You know he did a bunch of gay stuff too. Uh, uh, but that's what makes you so mad about Hillary is when he got cheating. She went after the women. But so just quick, my origin story. So then a guy, his name's Clark Gable. He's the grandson of Clark Gable from Gone with the Wind. He dies of a drug overdose, a fentanyl overdose. And they said I was really depressed. I sat, I actually quit drinking and I haven't drank since. Um, but uh, that's kind of when I changed my life when he died. They said, Alex, you're going to be the next host. You've been working here for forever, blah, 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 blah. When it came time for me to be the host, they picked this 50 year old black dude named Peter Guns from New York, like thinking like, you know, I would be like, oh, well, this is different. You know, the show's going in a different direction. He'll still work for the show. I said F that, and that's when I created my channel, May of 2020, and here we are today. Hey, May of 2020 May. is a good month, man. That's is that when you started your? Is that when you started your? Dude, that's what I'm it saying. Is. There was something that the planets aligned. That's when it happened. And you that's did when something did. better than me, though. Apparently, I'm uh, I'm lagging a little bit behind. No, you now, dude, so. you're like the next presidential candidate of the Libertarian <laughs> Party, bro. What are you talking about? I think you're doing very well. You're much younger than me, so I mean, dude, that's just how it goes. But but me creating my own content. So at the beginning of the pandemic, I started. You would do it through zoom i would call into the council meetings and i would be you know pretty serious like obviously I, i'm a i joke you know i'm a goofball I, I joke about stuff but like i spoke serious like lockdown and blah 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 and they just looked at me like i was a total asshole like i was just a total tinfoil conspiracy theorist which i am but what i'm saying is you know they just looked at me like i was you know they just brushed me off and then right. i noticed not just me they're brushing off other people like other people would have serious stuff like I remember like one of the ones that stuck, a, stuck out in my head. A guy was like, my house caught on fire for my neighbor's house. Like the fireman didn't do a good job. And now I don't have insurance. My life's ruined. And they just looked at him like, well, tough shit. You know, and I'm just like, man, yeah. these people are these people are sick. You know, these people yeah. can't help anybody. And so that's when I started going crazy, dude. And one of the first videos I did, I, you know, I, I the mayor who's like happily married with three kids, I called him. I was like, and, and Gavin McInnes, I'm not trying to name drop. He like crushed me for this joke because I was telling him this story. And I thought the joke was kind of funny, but I guess it's not. But like I said, a joke like, 
oh, you should give out vaccines in the gay neighborhood and call it his our mayor's name is Eric Johnson. He's like Eric Johnson's free Johnson and Johnson because the gay community would like to double entendre. And, you know, I was just like the gay community would love you. You're a gay icon. And he's not gay. And like I could tell he was like visibly shook. Like that's when he first remembered me is when I called him openly gay. And so after that, it was off to the races. I was like, man, I'm just going to make fun of these people. I'm not going to take them serious because they're not going to take me serious. And, dude, so so like like I'm saying, I went viral for like the for the first one that actually kind of went viral is I went up there when Texas passed the heartbeat bill, a lot, uh, you know, outlawing abortions after like two weeks. I went up there and I gave a serious speech about how I'm getting all these birthing persons pregnant and I love getting abortions because you saw those TikTok videos. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm saying, but you saw those TikTok videos. Like, I don't know if you saw that. That was a viral trend where girls are like, I got an abortion. Like, oh, no baby. And like, that's still a thing that's going what? on. Like, that's, yes, dude. Ryan, I wonder if we up. could get a Johnson, Johnson and Johnson Homeguard commercial. I don't know, but let me just tell you something. That this this TikTok thing, these people celebrating these abortions, it's sick because you know, yeah. say what you want about abortion, this isn't something to celebrate. You know, this is like no. the darkest. You know, I, know I mean, it might have- be a net positive because it's mostly the liberals doing it. Yeah, you know how people are always saying we need to outbreed the left. Them. I've always been like, well, they're all gay, they're cutting their genitals off, and they're not having kids, so. It doesn't seem like we just need to get right. time at this point. Yeah, but, but they dude, can procreate another way. It's called child abuse. Yeah. Well, true. well, but see, this is another thing, though, is, is though, Reed, is like a lot of people go the opposite way of their parents, not because their parents are wrong, just because they want to be different. You know, right. it's like how the kids, like if their dad loves the Dallas Cowboys, they always love like the New York Giants, their rival or something. So it's it's like there's That's a lot crazy. of people, there's a lot of people that are like liberal, probably liberal mindset, and their parents are really based, you know, just to be That's different. That's why Ryan loves parents. General Sherman because his dad didn't like him. So. Oh. Fuck that, dude. <laughs> hey, we got a super chat here. Uh, <laughs> Fuck General hey, Sam. Eric, what does Lindsey Graham think about what happened on 9-11? By the way, we actually don't need to have Eric do an impersonation because we have Lindsey Graham on the line. We're going to bring him in real quick. That's right. So, uh, Mr. Graham, what do you think about 9-11? <laughs> oh, hi, everybody. Uh, nice to see you boys. Well, it's it's funny you talk about vaccines because my favorite one was Johnson & Johnson that, <laughs> for obvious reasons. What do I think about what, Reed? I'm sorry, I couldn't hear you. I had something in my my ears. I mean, my mouth. Uh, what what is what do you think uh, happened on 9/11, Senator Graham? Well, I think there was a penetration that occurred, <laughs> and I would like to go over to Ukraine, and I would like to be a bottom for Zelensky because quite he needs one. I've been sending him lots of javelins, lots of big javelin missiles, and I got a big one waiting for him, and it's enough to melt steel. <laughs> Hey, wait, is Lindsey Graham's Lindsey Graham's not married with kids or anything, right? He that's, that's oh, no. his story. My no. wife, excuse me. My wife would excuse me. Thank you. My Lindsay. sister. Yes. They my, have rumors. My first lady would have been my sister. She is a debutante from Savannah. And she does a great job at them parades. When I go out there and I we're on the aircraft carriers and we're doing them parades, and we got missiles and warheads. And my sister is like, oh, she, I'm, I'm Lindsay's wife, and he grew up in a pool hall, and he had to do all kinds of unscrupulous things with the eight ball and the white ball. I love black and white balls. I like all them balls. <laughs> <laughs> That's what we're doing. We're going to do it. I love Hatteras Island, Ryan. I love Texas. I love what Reed's doing in Idaho. I love what the Jacklins are doing in New Hampshire. We're going to do it. All right. Well, thank you, Senator Graham. Thanks for calling in. Senator. According to Richard Simmons, Lindsey Graham so far in the closet, he can see Narnia in his rearview mirror. 
that guy is gayer than a cock flavored lollipop. <laughs> well, it was it was unbelievable when they buried John McCain. He was in the corpse. He looked like Darth Vader when they took his helmet off. It was a total disaster. <laughs> and they folded the flag and handed it to Lady G. They didn't give it to Cindy McCain. They gave it to Lindsey Graham. Unbelievable. <laughs> Lady G. <laughs> I didn't have to sign off on that, okay? I didn't have to sign off at the big thing in the Capitol, okay? That would have been a good day to storm the Capitol, by the way. John McCain's funeral, that would have been perfect, okay? So, so Ryan, what's with uh, what's with Ukraine sinking a, a Russian warship anyway? How'd that happen? A couple Neptune missiles, apparently, or it may have hit a mine. I mean, it's hard to know because they lie every single time. So when they do tell the truth... You got to be skeptical yeah, of it because they've been, off guard. been nothing but BS <laughs> yeah. the whole time. Uh, apparently, it was being towed. Yeah, exactly. it was sank as it was being towed. And so uh, they got one, which is okay. You sank your ship. You lost your whole Navy. So whatever. Oh, there you go. <laughs> no pants. You lost them. No, I don't wear pants. I don't wear the bottoms. Those aren't. I had to let my dog in. Sorry. See, my dog is barking like crazy. I don't know. Same. Wait, so you have a dog and a cat? And they get along. I got five cats and I got a dog, dude. And I got a turtle. I'm an animal nut. Dude. Don't even get me, I got, I mean, dude, don't even get me started. I'm a vegetarian too. So you know that that freaks people out. Dude, your daughter's you, a nine-year-old lizard. Yes, it did that 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 gets wait, more wait, wait, wait. You're a vegetarian and Hitler was a vegetarian. Uh oh. Uh oh. I'm just saying. Like, I mean he, he could become elected the the new Fuhrer. Kale Hitler. <laughs> Kale Hitler. Well, Kale. it's funny. It's funny because I'm now I'm known for steak and shrimp and I I'm, I'm an ex steak and shrimp eater, but I eat the tofu shrimp and the tofu steak. Oh, it's not as good. It's, it's you're you're in Texas, Alex. You don't even eat the beef down there. What's going on? I know I'm a bitch ass. I don't even do, but I'm such an animal lover because this is what I do believe that Hillary Clinton probably does some sort of weird adrenochrome stuff. And this is what I'm saying. <laughs> the adrenalized blood of these animals. I'm, I'm all about high vibrational and low vibrational energy. Like I honestly do believe they want to keep us in this low vibrational state so they can keep us in fight or flight so they can manipulate us. And so for me, it's like, I believe like, you know, animal, the flesh of an animal is kind of lower vibrational. It's good for your health. My health has actually gotten worse since I'm a vegetarian. I mean that. Like I need to, I need, do need to supplement my B12 and stuff. But I feel You'll like- you end up like Adam Kokesh if you don't. Hey, I, I just is, Adam Kokesh, is he a vegetarian? No. Please don't tell he me did. he's- Yeah. Oh, no! he eats your mushrooms. Yeah. Mushrooms, bro. Oh. Dude, I eat so many mushrooms, and mushrooms actually aren't that good either. They say there's a bunch I'm of bad stuff. talking about mushrooms. those kind of mushrooms, Alex. These are the mushrooms you find in the jungles in Vietnam. <laughs> oh, wait, wait. I want to hear. Forget it now. Dude, this episode is crazy. To, to go back to the David Duke stuff, Ryan, what the heck is going on? That's easier. He's uh, calling you out, or what? What he called in the show? What? what was I was substituting for? for someone else's show, and he called in and started talking about he was fine for a little while he's talking about ukraine and he is anti-war i'm like okay whatever and then got into this race realism stuff and so we had a little back and forth because i don't what do you mean race realism stuff what is that that's a vague that's, what do you those mean? are people that believe in racial teleology so that on average is one group superior to another or whatever and i'm like no the blacks are the most superior correct uh well depends on the racist i mean they're gonna all gonna tell you whatever their group is is the one they think is the best well, why so. is the nfl 78 percent black and the nba 98 percent black i mean doesn't that doesn't that just kind of answer a question who did more superior races well well i can get into this so for like basketball is mostly a southern sport which is where blacks live there is a genetic component to height and so that does matter for a sport like basketball but that's not what they're saying. They're talking about cognitive skill, which is software, not hardware. 
it's kind of like the language you speak. You could have like everybody in this area speaks this language. I'm like, yeah, but that's because that's what you taught them. You take those babies and put them somewhere else to learn a different language. So like your political view, your philosophy, your ideology, whatever, like it's not, you're not, that doesn't come from your race. It comes from whatever you were taught after you were born. Your you social know, all software. Yeah. There used to be a great debate between Ryan and uh Nick Fuentes on YouTube, but now it's gone. I don't, I don't know. Does that still exist? Because Ryan's not allowed to be on the internet, dude. I'm nervous yeah, to even be next to Ryan. They're going to kick now, me like, off the internet. Nick's not allowed on the internet either now. He's the second most banned person. He keeps dude, saying he's, he's even... the most banned. I'm like, bitch, I was being banned on stuff when you were in elementary school. That's true, but <laughs> Ryan, true. You're, you're not on the no-fly list, though. He's on the no-fly like, dude. I'm that's on the no-fly list for domestic you are? flights. Yep. Found that out when I tried to go to D.C. Shut Wait, up. Is that why you had to fly from Canada to the United States? I had to States? fly straight from Tokyo all the way to DC. And then what happens when you get to DC? How the heck do you get out of DC if you're on that uh, list? Well, I can fly on uh international airlines, so I can get on a Japanese or a Chinese or something, but I can't because that because that doesn't that's not the same list or whatever. That's not a domestic no, list, I guess, care. obviously. And it's not I don't think it's a terrorist list, it's just None of these companies will let me fly with them. So. Is what it is. I've been I've been kicked out of banks. Like I've been kicked out of uh, like all social media. I've been kicked off special of airlines, Google AdSense, Patreon, yeah, PayPal twice. Like they even banned my wife. We even tried to like, well, can I get a friend to use it? No, they froze his bank account. For yeah, um, I heard of somebody that was that was banned on PayPal. They tried to get like their wife or whatever, and they immediately they're his girlfriend, and they immediately know. What is it from your IP address or something? Like, how would they even know? I guess I'm Why pretty sure they have all my info. To get everywhere. Yeah, Ryan. and the thing is, like when you were saying I'm a tinfoil hat guy, or whatever. Like, no, I think you're. A I am. I'm guy. a tinfoil hat guy. But no, but we could you. upgrade your conspiracy to become more accurate. But guys like me aren't allowed in the arena uh, because that's their biggest threat. Dude, like, I, I don't ever tell anybody that I know everything. I just try to get people to question the reality in which they live. I'm not a know-it-all. I don't have I don't have any of the answers. I just have some ideas. You know, I have an idea of stuff. But like, that's another thing is I don't want people to believe the same thing as me. That's why mm -hmm. I realized like waking people up when I first started doing a podcast, I was like telling people facts, you know, tell, talking about 9-11, talking about a lot of stuff, you know, the Gulf of Tonkin, all this, you know, so, you know, Vietnam War, the Iran Contra. You're right about of, that. They, well, they lied saying, about the Gulf of Tonkin. Yeah, what I'm saying is is I was talking about this stuff and people don't like that. People don't like information. That's no. like what CNN does. So if you can make a joke about it, if you can joke about that, we got a false flag attack that started the Vietnam War, that Jim Morrison's dad was a U-boat captain. Like you try to mix that stuff into it. That's how you kind of wake people up, in, in my opinion. And so I don't want anybody to agree with me. I'm a nut job. I'm a psychopath. I go into these meetings and dance in women's underwear, you know, at a city council meeting. You know what I mean? I'm not a leader. Well, it's not right. an agreement with you or me. It's agreement with the information. I mean, the, if it's yeah. facts are solid, they're solid. Yeah. I always say, well, hey, prove it wrong. Not being afraid. Well, I'm not allowed to talk. talk. <laughs> That's the problem. Yeah. To be based enough to talk about it and, and not be afraid. I have to say, uh, Alex, when we were all in person, Ryan and Reed and I down in D.C. last month, the fucking power levels, dude. We blew the, we blew the roof off the National Press Club, dude, with the levels of base that were down there. Dude, we were like, rolling our eyes we were, at people who were speaking in that press club because we were just so much more base than they were. We were just nobody's like, base, <laughs> dude. Nobody's base in reality because sadly, it's like you don't want to. Well, Ron Paul is, but I mean, really and truly, <laughs> like uh, most people just don't want to actually. It's called the cognitive dissonance. You know this. It's like right. they can know that they're being lied to, but they still want to think that like. It's, it's, it's like the pilot's going to land the plane. You know, nobody wants to, you know, 
do us bad. You know, the people that are, uh, the IRS has our back. Like the people yeah. the alphabet agencies are against us, you know, but you still have this yeah. cognitive dissonance. Like, Oh, well, I respect the flag. The people yeah. that are you know <laughs> making decisions have my back. Dude, none of these people have our back. Just yeah. eat the bat, bigot. Yeah. Speaking of eating the bat, and we were talking about <laughs> earlier how Alex is a big animal lover. We've actually got Senator Rand Paul on the line. And he has a complaint about the Easter Bunny being a bit overregulated. So I don't really know what this is about, but we've got him on the line. Senator Paul, thank you for joining us. Well, I wish I could say I'm happy to be here. Well, as you can see, I am very happy to be here. Thanks for having me. How's everybody doing tonight? Doing doing good. well, Senator. How are you? <laughs> I'm doing very well, but I'm, I, I do have an airing of grievances a little bit before my Festivus that I do every year. And I think that it's really bad that the Easter Bunny is not allowed to sell unregulated, unpasteurized dairy products. They're not allowed to bring eggs on an old wagon that my father used to drive into Congress that was horseback. And that actually saved the taxpayers a lot of money back in the day. And I don't think that that's insignificant when you're talking about an Easter Bunny who really does have multi-colored you know, colored eggs. I wrote the Brianna Taylor bill, by the way. Assholes. <laughs> they, they're delivering these eggs. That's my favorite and bill. They have, it's, it's one of mine, too. Tell that to the crowd who... Tell that, to the crowd that tried to, tell that to the crowd who tried to attack me and my wife down in D.C. when I was trying to support my king a couple years ago. <laughs> but what I don't think we need to be getting into is telling the farmer up the road what they can, can and cannot do with their eggs. And that just goes into the argument about pasteurized versus unpasteurized breast milk. People should be able to have that. If that's your king and you want to do that. Cambodian breast milk is delicious. You, yes, you I don't know. Yeah. Alex, I think if you want to fill up a bottle of unpasteurized breast milk, you should be allowed to do that. You should be able to bring it somewhere. Unpasteurized breast milk is disgusting. My breast milk only unpasteurized. I don't drink that pasteurized bull crap. It's disgusting. I want pure. I think you should be allowed to bring it across state lines and not have a tariff imposed on it is basically my point. Happy Easter. Great. Yeah, the taxes are way too high. I agree. There shouldn't be any taxes on it is my point. A hundred percent. And Rand, Rand, any update from Ukraine? I think what's going on with the Azov Battalion is very telling right now. They're they're trying to get Harrison Ford back to the movie I was talking about originally when he didn't close his eyes, when the chest opened up in Raiders of the Lost Ark. Now they're de-aging him, and they're trying to put him back there to, to basically essentially whitewash history. All right. Well, thank you we very much, Senator. We, we know you're a busy man. We love you, Rand. Thank, thank you. I love you, too. Next audit the Fed bill. So uh, thank you, sir. Fauci, I'm coming for you. Yeah, we love Fauci. Fauci, give me that Fauci, dude. egg regulations. I lost it. Should <laughs> be able to have raw milk. I, my uh, baby had a, a onesie that says uh, "I drink raw milk." Uh, that's pretty awesome. Dude, raw well, Ryan, Joe, tell me what is the what is the government like in Japan? Are they cool? Are they? I mean, they don't care about you because you speak in English, so you can't, uh, you know, uh, radicalize any people there in their country. Is that why they're okay with you being there? I mean, it's still a government, but if you're going to compare it to the U.S. government, at least uh, Japan is not invading and bombing and starving and sanctioning people. So that's a plus. <laughs> and what about, okay, what about Hiroshima and Nagasaki? Because, you know, I'm such a conspiracy theorist. I don't even think that, you know, nuclear technology is what they say it is. So what, what do you think about that? Like, I th obviously think, you know, nuclear technology exists, but the fact that we can blow up the world with one button, you know, a million times over, I don't know if we can do that personally. Well, something wiped out Hiroshima and Nagasaki and left radiation in its wake for decades. So, but is the radiation that bad? They've been eating the fish and sushi there a bunch, right? And aren't there aren't the cancer levels not any higher than the rest of the area? I mean, the rest of the world. 
it okay so that kind of fear where people like oh radiation just lingers around and poisons all the food this isn't like chernobyl or something that's when you have radioactive material that has been scattered into something that will kill you this was a fission explosion boom and the the wake of that does uh, affect more than the blast zone so the radiation are, is going to go out and burn people and things but that's it it's one and done it's not going to uh, sit there and, and poison fish that haven't even been born yet. Have but you spent any time in Hiroshima? Have you ever been to those areas and spent any time there? Like, is it like we hate America vibes there? <laughs> like, when you get there or not really? Honestly, it isn't. It's uh, it's weird because Japan is our second biggest trading partner after Canada and they, they love Americans. It's because uh, you have to think. Really? Think of it like this uh half the population didn't have any voting rights or rights at all until after the u.s came in wrote a constitution and gave women suffrage right there are a lot of people that in japan that didn't agree with uh annexing korea invading china and all that what the shogun was doing so one of the coolest opportunities i had was i was working for a reality tv shows they're trying to uh americanize a game show from tokyo to america and they were going to fly me out and this girl that i was dating uh uh for two weeks to like test run this game show and then this girl and i broke up she was actually kind of a bitch uh but i was going to spend two weeks in tokyo uh, and i didn't get to and i know it's a lovely place you've always heard like you know it's awesome um uh but i've never been you know i just kind of hear about it like you know like on you know never heard of it uh, being from Osaka, anytime somebody brings up Tokyo, the Tokyo Giants or anything uh, like that, I'm like, I always say, Dare? Who? You, like, you've never been to Tokyo? You never I have, of course I have, but I always just, that's our rival city. So I'm just like, what are you talking about? <laughs> you wow. don't want to go there. You want to come down to Kyoto, Nara, Osaka. That It's called the Kinky Area, Kansai. Yeah, but, called Kinky. Is there a red light say, district there? When you say Japan. all of them pale in cleanliness compared to uh washington dc uh, you were just i just remember you being so impressed by how clean like, yeah all the, the city was all the we cities, this native american a cultural appropriation yeah uh i would do videos in japan just walking around and, and i'm talking about politics obviously and half the comments are look how clean the streets are look at that there's not a single cigarette but i'm like yeah i mean that's how it was in north carolina too we didn't have any that shit in Hatteras, you know I, and then I go to DC and I understand because there's actual like feces on the sidewalk and just hobos and trash and just anywhere you go. Forget about DC. San Francisco is the worst, dude. If you uh, go to the Tenderloin District, they look like zombies. Dude, they you're literally like stepping over human shit to go there. Yeah, yeah. And it's even worse. Like, I, I haven't, I mean, I used to smoke weed when I last time I was there. Dude, I went to a dispensary, dude. I thought I was going to get murdered outside of the weed dispensary. I'm just saying, because that's where all the homeless people, they kind of congregate near the weed dispensary. Some of that hobo shit lays chronic. That's what that is. I mean, you can get, you can get welfare, you can get low income housing. And there's even in Hawaii, they, you can get free housing and they don't care. They all hang around Waikiki anyway. Uh, and they smell like shit. You can smell them from like 30 feet away. They never bathe or anything. I'm like, the ocean's right there. It's free. Like you could at least clean your butthole. They, like, I don't <laughs> think they want to bathe because there's so much people that smell like that. It's like they're like so mentally ill or something. Like they like the smell or something. I don't know. I, it's just very weird because that you, you're right. Like the ones on the ocean, there's no excuse for them not even to use the shower to wash the sand off. 
Uh, you know, they're just like disgusting, but, but, you know, it's funny you mentioned Hawaii. So you must live there, dude. I, um, I called into a meeting that went viral about this road and the white peel Valley road. I, I'm trying to sound like a Hawaiian. I can't, uh, th- but this guy, I called him a bunch of dumb Hawaiians and dude, it went viral just saying dumb Hawaiians, dude. And and I'm saying the messages I got though, did not make the Hawaiians seem very smart to say the least. Um, well, Eric met the queen of Hawaii. Who's the yeah, queen? We're very good friends. Me and my friend Tulsi Chelsi Gabbard. She's my friend. <laughs> oh, Tulsi is. Yeah. Wait, Tulsi. President Trump. Do you know? Have you ever met Tulsi? Have you ever? I don't know Kelsey Gabbard, but one thing I know is she's not a Russian agent. Okay. Hillary Clinton said she's a weapon of Russia. Okay, it's so wrong. And Jill what, Stein. What about the, Jill Stein? Yeah. Jill Jill Stein. St- I don't know her, but she likes environment. Some people call her base plant lady. Okay, and she likes environment. Um. Yeah, Tulsi. Uh, well, keep going, Alex. What you, what were you saying? So what happened? No, I'm just saying in Hawaii, it's funny because this road, it went viral. And so I acted crazy in the meeting. And then after the ABC News, local news covered it. And they're like, and I could send it, but it's just a two-minute clip. And they're like, well, actually, he helped the meeting because he brought us together. I'm not, I can't do the Hawaiian accent. But I'm just like, man, these Hawaiians are nut jobs. If me going into the meeting, it's, I'm just saying it's like, you know, that actually helped the meeting. And sometimes what I do does help the meeting because it's people are ultra serious. So right. then when I act all goofy, it takes away all that stress and right. all that, like, you know, he's, kind of. He's a real unifier. He, he is. Yeah. The first time I saw you do like doing this, <clears throat> like live action shit posts like that. I couldn't tell if it was comedy or uh, just a liberal because they are so clownish in real life that no amount of sarcasm can surpass how some of these people really are. <laughs> well, that's my hero is Andy Kaufman. And like, I, you know, he always yeah. blended the line of reality and fiction. And that's really what in this day and age, like, dude, with humor and stuff. Now it sucks. I mean, uh, Saturday Night Live used to be great when we were all kids. But now it's just it's all mm-hmm. about intersectionality and checking a box. Before Saturday Night Toy. Yeah. You have to get uh, Jerry Lawler to punch you in the face. I would love that, dude. I will take a bomb. <laughs> I tried to get to try to do something with Alex Jones like that. I was like, I want to go into Alex Jones as a liberal and have him punch me in the face. Uh, you know, I'm just, <laughs> I'm just gonna roll this real quick, just for anyone who doesn't know who you, you are. You gotta get shot by Ric Flair. Prime time, nine to nine, on the grind all the time. Go insane for Ukraine. A bullet in Putin's brain. I'm a time, always on the grind. Always got a shame. I can't believe this went viral with the mic no clipping like this. What? Oh, oh, excuse well, me. I kind of messed up. Audio? Dude. No, 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 made the video better. Audio, Even a little I got to turn down a little bit. It's prime time. Let's, let's start that one more time, guys. Come on in the audience. Let's vibe tonight. It's prime time. Officer, you know I'm on the grind. You know gas prices are way too high. Putin, has got to die. Put a bullet in Putin's head. Yeah, that's what, I, what said. I said, I'm a freak for the vaccine. Vaccinate my body at the party. Sipping Bacardi. I'm the proof when I'm in a booth. Spitting on the mic. Say the facts. Look at them. Look at them. Put them in the ground. See his legs. He's in a combat stance. And I'm in plain old town. And you know you just got found. I'm a pimp. On a blimp. What do you eat? It was a steak and shrimp. No, you can't stop, stop my shine. I'm number one <laughs> and you know I grind and shine. And you know I do it on the side. One time I'm teaching class. This is your whole, your whole pass. Zelensky is a VIP. 
Where? Put a bullet in Putin's brain. You know that you is the plan. I'm also Leslie Skin. That's it, guys. That's prime time, nine and nine on the brand. <laughs> that looks very different that? than my uh, county commission meetings when I go there. <laughs> so, so Ryan, Alex, see, Ryan, how, how much you do you serious? Like, how much do you like? Uh, plan that ahead was that all off the flyer did you have like any idea of what you were going to sing or is oh, just like completely... dude well i was saying at the beginning like literally i was walking my dog saying like oh i'm gonna do a rap and like in my mind i'm like the more cringe the better so i literally was just <laughs> thinking the, the rhyme i had in my head is gas prices way too high vladimir putin needs to die and like i was you know i'm a freestyle king every white guy you know has a few bars you know that's just kind of yeah. how it works so i knew that i could go there and say like i'm a pimp own a blimp like i've always said that in my freestyle rapping life. So I had some, you know, stuff in my back pocket, but no, most of that is improv because you, dude, it's all about the vibes. It's literally like, I was feeling it. I was feeling it. Yeah. And it's, uh, it's the autism just starts speaking for me. You know, it's like, not, it's not my brain. It's the other part of it that turns on. And it's just like rhyme, rhyme this word. So yeah, I mean, it is, uh, but dude, my buddy Cassidy Campbell. So he has like a million subs on YouTube. He's been creating content for a few years and like, you know, has a big channel. He goes and started going to the meetings with me too. And he likes to plan out every word he says. I don't like to do that. I like to kind of go off the cuff just because, I mean, yeah. I'm an improvisationalist. I don't know. That's just kind of how I'd like to do comedy. I don't like to plan it because I've done that where I read the speech off there. I always miss a line. I mess up. In my mind, I do kind of have like a formulated plan, but then it's it's off to the races. Whatever happens and I get in there because my heart's beating a little bit. I need you know, get mm-hmm. the vibrational energy going and I just say what I, my heart feels. It was great, man. It's like fucking oxygen, dude. It, 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 it has helped so much uh, deal with the last two years because you, you, what you did, Alex, is you took all the bullshit from the last two years and then the fucking cherry on top is the Ukraine Zelensky, Zelensky standing. And uh, you, you created something that is, it's just, it's led me to tell everybody you are the soul of the age right now. Wow, that's too yeah. nice. That's too nice, dude. I'm not, and I was saying this earlier, dude, it's I'm medicine. like Charles. I'm like Charles Barkley when he says, I am not a role model, dude. I am not a role model. Do not follow my lead. Like, I want to take the, the arrows for the other people. I don't want you to have to take them. And I'm not saying that to be a virtue signaler. I, I don't even like virtue signaling. I think that's annoying. Uh, <laughs> but what I'm just saying is, like, it's very easy. I'm a hack comedian to just say the audacity that this left wing has, you know, of all the crap that they try to give us, like, the don't say gay bill, which don't even mention that. Like, they're trying to defend, like, you know, uh, sexualizing children and stuff. With crap like that, it's easy to just to literally put a mirror up to it and people are like oh that's hilarious i'm not even doing anything i'm literally yeah. regurgitating the mainstream it was, talking it was something that it was a t- it was the time was right though for it man we needed something like that and and you know comedy what if you want to call it comedy they, i mean you can't call snl comedy but you know it's, it's just this is re- this is real and it's 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 it cuts and it's funny and people love it, man. There's a reason your videos get millions of views because you're you're out there doing that shit and mocking all these assholes, these self-righteous <laughs> son of a bitches in their fucking city council, thinking they're all important. Look at me, you know, oh, and we have a motion for this and we will do this. And then fucking primetime 99 rolls up <laughs> just with a gut full of steak and shrimp, ready to go, man. Fucking peacocking and, and just that, that dude in read we got to video where he's recruiting for the Azov Italian. I watched that six times when you dropped that. That was literally oxygen here in the Jackman household in New Hampshire. Like that, that just that kept me going all week, man. That was so well, fucking brilliant. That's what got me on Tucker, dude. He personally texted me after he saw that. He their their producers reached out to me and he literally I'm not trying to name drop, but you know, uh 
say what you will. It's like, you know, about Fox News. I believe Tucker Carlson is kind of based personally. Yeah. I mean, you know, I mean, so. yeah. yeah, I mean, I think so. You know, obviously not everybody on the network is. Um, but, dude, that video, just that one, dude, that resonated with so many people because that's how insane we are, dude. We're like so worried about the border between Russia and Ukraine, yet the border between Texas and Mexico, Kamala Harris won't even go to, dude. I mean, it's just. So it's just so easy to literally just mock Did this. Say Texas is a big state. Yeah, it's a huge <laughs> state. Yeah, what the heck? Yeah, it's a lone star. I want to see you on with uh, Greg Gutfield. That like that surpassed all the late night comedians. Anyway, I think you'd be yeah, good. Tucker, Tucker is tiger beat cute. His hair is thick. We love him. This is oh. it right here. The oh, off this, Italian. Oh, this is fucking everything this is good because i brought the speaker too uh you know and played the music after see Hello. they and they hated me in marcus this room. matthews marcus matthews I'm 7509 inwood road and i have some um, handouts i want to hand out to the council members i didn't realize there'd be so many people here so i apologize for if there's a few short here let me give you guys this. and so that what i printed here, off was the uh, ukraine foreign legion from their website the recruiting thing and if you type in join the ukraine foreign legion it's the first thing that aggregates to the top of the yeah. search engine you can literally join this this you know thing, and and the reason I had this idea is because it's they're like playing ISIS with... from several years ago. <laughs> oh, dude, no, sadly, this is it because ISIS. You like you know they were like recruiting kids and stuff. They're like dating apps and getting girls. Right, like guys, you know, so girls my name is Marcus this Matthews. dude is so easy to I'm go join and get on a plane to the Ukrainian Foreign Legion, and I'm here today to recruit some of you to go fight in the war <laughs> in World War Three. Now I know that sounds crazy, but what's happening right now? is an absolute nightmare. There are Ukrainian children getting hit with bombs from Russian soldiers. And I ask, if even this just, one of, you, with my phone, if even just on. one of you were to consider joining, it could change the whole landscape of the war. Your fucking face. You guys don't realize the power that you have as a council member. If one <laughs> member decides to stand up and do what is right and fight, for this man right here, Vladimir Zelensky, you can make the difference, officer. You can make the difference, lady on a laptop. You can make the difference, guy over there. You can make the difference. This you is me trying to be like difference. Michael Scott. You can make the difference. Life is short. Do you want to die a nobody or do you want to die a hero? I can tell you look like you're vibing with it. Are you interested in signing up for the American Foreign Legion and going and fighting in the Ukraine today as an American representative? And if you are, I have the sheet right here. You sign this sheet, your name, your social security number, your maiden, your mother's maiden name, and your credit card number. There is a small deposit to make sure that we can reserve your spot on this flight. It's going to give you the ability to defend this country from tyranny. Because here in Richardson, Texas, Vladimir Putin is knocking on our door. Do you want a nuclear missile coming in your backyard? It's so funny because it's just one literally what, what media is saying. Yeah. To stand up. To one not be afraid. To not be afraid of the big bad boogeyman. Because I'm not you afraid. I've lost my wife in this. She left me for a 19-year-old guy while I was serving for our country. And what do I have to show for it? This man right here, this is a hero. He's willing to lay his life on the line. He's willing to die for what is right. The most important border in the entire world is that between Russia and Ukraine. And you, <laughs> that's right, you can make the difference. Jessica, I ask you to open your mind to think. Do you 
want to go to sleep tonight knowing that you could die a coward on your couch watching Netflix, or you can go sign up and you can fight and you can end the invasion of the Ukraine. <laughs> so, who who was the senator that was basically oh. literally saying exactly that that Russia was going to be invading oh. us if we didn't stop them? In I Ukraine? bet Kinzinger probably said something like that. Oh, It'd been funny was... if you had Doctor Fauci on the other side and he held up wrong. Like, oh, that was last year, and then turn it around. <laughs> <laughs> Zelensky. Yeah, but seriously, Lindsey Graham's the one that said we need to kill uh, uh, Putin. So, I mean, these yeah. are brutish things. Like, dude, that's not diplomatic I think, at all. I, think I mean, just kill him. You should just kill him. <laughs> I go over there and I'll, I'll put a little ricin on my mouth and give him fellatio. I'm but guys, you know, this is a sad thing. will be the year of offense. Okay, this is what's sad, though, is all they did was talk about the Russia gay with Trump, Russia this. Dude, they're still using Russia as a fake scapegoat just to distract us with bullcrap. It's like, dude, it's always going to be Russia. It was in Rocky. Yep. It started off in Rocky as the boxer. And it's like, you know, they never call out China. Yet, you know, all these Disney corporations, oh, oh, we don't say gay, Bill. We got to make our kids gay. Yet in China, the beast of Dumbledore, they take out all the gay scenes. So what I'm just trying to say is like, dude, they appease these countries like China, which actually probably has beef with us. It's actually like killing dogs and cats and eating them during the Yulin dog meat festival. Yeah. yeah, we'll never start a war with China because they're, you know, it's I didn't, too I didn't think of what a personal uh, strike that would be against. <clears throat> that is personal to me yeah. as a cat lover. I'm just, I'm just saying like, we'll never actually go like, and I'm not saying we need to fight, fight a war with China. I don't want to do that. But there's other countries like Libya where we destabilized Libya. We killed Muammar Gaddafi. They actually have a slave trade there. You know, they try to act like, you know, you know, we're trying to virtue signal and we're helping the world. Yet like when the countries that are actually doing bad stuff, we just let them go by because, you know, that's too beneficial to us financially. So it's just sad that they're going to continue to do this Russia this, Russia that, and it's only getting more. I thought it would get less with after all their fake Russia gate stuff, but dude, it's now we're in World War III with Russia. It's just they blame insane. Hunter Biden laptop on Russia too. They said it was Russian disinformation, Russia. and that was ex intelligence uh, people saying, "Oh no, that's Russian disinformation." It is not. We got it's not just one laptop; it's three. <laughs> Yeah. You brought up yeah. Rocky. It's funny because I, I interviewed Peter Lavelle from RT, and RT's been censored everywhere, right? And and then, and we're just we were talking about this in 2014. We're talking about Ukraine. We're talking about what's about to pop off, or the whole thing. And then in the middle, I go, you know what your problem is? You just haven't watched enough Rocky Four or whatever the fuck it was. <laughs> and then, and it's been like that. They said they hacked the election in 2016. Hillary lost that all by herself. Had nothing to do with Russia. The election wasn't hacked. We're not allowed to talk about the election 2020. We, we it was 2020. the safest election and most fair election ever. That's all. We well, I agree with Joe Biden. We had installed the largest election fraud. No, it's the number we one. Got, He's the uh, president, Biden, president ever, dude. Oh yeah, He's actually, guys. Yeah, speaking of President Biden, we can shake hands with John Cena. Well, well, guys, he, he's actually here to defend himself. We have President Biden on the line. But Reed, did you uh, see his invisible handshake? Oh, yeah. We'll talk about you that. John Cena. So we're on four horsemen. I'm all making right. all the rest of the President Mr. Biden. President, Mr. President, are you there, sir? Mr. President? Oh, you mean Brack? Him or? No, no, no. You, sir. It's Come on, Biden. man. <laughs> I'm the president? Yeah, you're damn right. I'm the president, right, Jill? Yeah. Jill said I could have a lollipop after dinner. Go ahead, Ice Fat. <laughs> Mr. President, so what's the deal with your son Hunter and the laptop in Ukraine? I'm proud of Hunter, guy. Who are you talking about? You talking about Bowie served with distinction. He, Eric, I, if I were there, I'd grab you by the scruff of the neck and bring you back and beat your ass with the cockroaches. And he served like he did corn pop. Remember he served with distinction, Alex. 
And my daughter, Ashley, the only reason I shower her is because she could reach the places in my back that Hunter couldn't get. Hunter could he couldn't he could he couldn't quite wash that little place that Lindsey Graham couldn't get with his tongue. So I had actually wash it, man. Come on, man. Please don't say I love you, Joe. You're such a good president. Thank you for being the leader we need in this in this day and age. Let's, like, go, let's go back through some push-ups, wise guy. This 79 year old ball sack will dribble on your chin. Come on, I would. Man. I, hey, if it's for American justice, I would let that happen. If that would help in the war in Ukraine, I would let you do whatever yeah. you want to me. President Hunter has a book coming out, right? Oh, over here, what? Mr. President. Over He's John Cena. John Cena. <laughs> oh, that's why. That's the joke, because you can't see me. Now I get the John Cena joke. Wow. And always just saying, there's a talk to you, Extraordinary year, year, year. All right, well, Mr. Sure, President, we're going to let you go. Look, you're obviously every single. No, Reed, you shut the fuck up, man. Oh, every yeah. single. Mr. President, I'm sorry, we got to cut you off, sir. Before every single inch of NATO. Service, I'll get on my hands and knees for NATO, and I'll take it up the ass from Zelensky. And we'll go to the Grammys, and Will Smith will slap the shit out of it. All right, thank you, Mr. President. We love you, Will Smith. Your are on the way. <laughs> will so. Smith and Chris Rock will never top. The greatest, uh, the greatest event ever in theater, which is obviously uh, the Golden Trophy, goes to John Wilkes Booth. Incredible! <laughs> no, he didn't win an Academy Award. He should have, right? Well, he shot Lincoln in the theater, so we got Will, we got Will Smith slapping people. <laughs> Other than that, Mrs. Lincoln, how was the theater? <laughs> but the best was uh, who's the guy from The Godfather? Uh, what's his name? Uh, I can't even think of it. Marlon, uh, the- Marlon Brando. Yeah, when he didn't, when he didn't oh, accept his award, he, the he, oh, when yeah, Feather got up there, it was yeah, that was so based. Well, right. dude, and you know what's funny? You bring that up, or I bring that up, but dude, you saw the Cleveland Guardians, uh, you know, a Tom Hanks at the p- first pitch. How is the word Indian racist? Like, I just don't get this virtue signaling now that, you know, it's literally 1984. They're <coughs> deleting the history. They're deleting crap that doesn't need to get deleted. It's very the Indian scary. is just short for indigenous. That's all that is. And it's not Indians that get offended. It's liberal white ladies on our behalf. Of course, of course. Mm. It's just all bull crap. And now, like, like, dude, for the while, I think now they edit it where they edit all the Redskins logos off. But, dude, they, they had it where the Washington Redskins, Doug Smith, uh, uh, Doug Williams was the first African-American quarterback, first black quarterback to win a Super Bowl. And they couldn't play that clip for a while because they didn't want to uh, – they, they would consider it racist to show the Redskins winning the Super Bowl. So, you know, because they didn't want to call it the Redskins. So it's just like, dude, we live in this weird world where, dude, like, I have uh, so much Reds. So, my uncle was the assistant defensive coach for the Redskins for a little while. I've met Daryl Green really? and Art Monk. Daryl Green's that. one of the best players ever, dude. He had like hey, a 26 year career or whatever. Yeah. So, I, I can get going on that. But, like, our whole family, my family's native. We don't never give a shit about Eric. The, we knew we learned whatever. something new about Dawson's family every stream. You know, his, <laughs> that they're native. I was at Daryl's last game, too. But anyway. Um, there's a place called Bubba's down on the island. Bubba's dead is Bubba's one and two. They used to spit on the grill to see if it's hot it was a joke, but they would cater to the Washington Redskins. All those pulled pork. This is going to bother a vegetarian probably, but that's no, what they're I like. Eat. I have cat- hogs, I right? my meat every day. I cook them meat and I don't care. I don't give a crap that you guys eat meat. I just do it for my own thing. <laughs> I love I animals. They're delicious. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if God didn't want you to eat pig, why'd he make them out of bacon? Well, th- this is, this Check is, me. Hey, listen, I'm not that, uh, uh, I'm not really super religious. I do believe in God, but that's what they say in the Bible that in heaven you live harmoniously with the animals, but that's, that's neither here nor there, but whatever. 
Go ahead. I, I consider eating bacon is living in harmony with animals already <laughs> dead. Might as well do something with it. Dude, but you know, you can like, and they eat all the bacon you want, but you know, you can domesticate a pig to where they're basically like a dog. Well, I that's think called Rosie that, O'Donnell. You probably don't want to eat that one. You know? <laughs> that's called Rosie O'Donnell. <laughs> Look, you're talking she about a pig a, and a dog. Eating a pig, turning it into a dog on all fours. That's Rosie, okay? And Rosie <laughs> tried to say I went bankrupt, Alex. I never went bankrupt, okay? And if I were Barbara Walters and I were running the view, I'd fire Rosie. I'd look her right in that big, fat, ugly face of hers and I'd say, Rosie, you're fired. Okay, well, let, let's, let's wind but down anyway, with this during, one. During the whole, like, let's get rid of the logo crap. Oh. Uh, they were like, do y'all care? We're like, no, I think one, I don't want the government telling industry to do that. If they want to change the logo, cause they want to change the logo, then that's up to them, but they shouldn't be forced to do it. And it just, co it costs a ton cause it's already printed on so many things, you know, and it's just, that wasn't, uh, brought about by native Americans complaining. It was just part of the shit liberty. The same thing that got rid of uncle Ben. So out of spite, you know, I got a, a original box of Uncle Ben where Uncle Ben's still on the damn box, you know. Yeah, that's <laughs> awesome. Too. I mean, why why do they they basically removed all people of color from every uh every product there is? I'm like, how is that fighting police abuse? Like, where's the connection? Yeah, there well, that's no. actually racist. Like, you like right. nobody thinks Uncle Ben's is bad or Aunt Jemima. Like, nobody looks at it, it's like, oh, like that's that's actually you know, uh uh glamorizing. It's not a it's not a negative thing in my We're opinion. Healthy. Well, you've got like you got Vikings. You've got the oh, my favorite is the Celtics. It's Celts. They mispronounce it, and they got a little Irish dude like this, you know. But nobody cares because the Irish aren't thin skinned They have real problems to deal with. So do natives. Uh, nobody cares about that. It's the people with nothing better to do. These Karen types that are like, oh, they always argue on behalf of another, and nobody mm -hmm. spelled that out the psychology behind that better than uh than this guy here. There he is. Uncle 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 he the name of the Cowboys, you know, for killing Indians. Like that's a, that's a joke. Uh, Cass and I kind of came up with, dude. I guarantee. And and if we, you know, I won't live that long, but in fifty oh, years, they're going to say the Cowboys. Cowboys. Yeah, of course. <laughs> but I'm just they're going to say, oh, the Cowboys is racist because they're affiliated with the Indians. You know. Oh well, whatever. I mean, it's <clears throat> they're killing for commercial interests. Had nothing to do with race. Well, what about but real quick we've been talking about trump what do we think about trump though i mean isn't he kind of an israeli uh i mean jared kushner is, tell uh, alex the name of your documentary about trump what is it oh i have trump sinus ball and chain it's one of my movies that kind of, that kind yeah. of some, some, i mean you should watch trump's sinus ball and chain jared kushner i mean essentially we have apac here in the white house with jared kushner and the settlements i mean he's got unbelievable settlements over there he built incredible condominiums using the melted down steel from the world trade center okay they cleaned off all the thermite on them brought them over to the west bank and they popped these things up real quick and then they painted the walls with four coats of palestinian blood it was unbelievable <laughs> unbelievable stuff you wouldn't even believe it it was incredible so incredible yeah, Alex, you gotta yank the anthrax off the incubators and put it on the melted steel. Yeah, they did. Getting mixed up with all their lies. <laughs> Alex, do you get a lot of pushback for not like liking Trump or not worshiping Trump? Because I, I kind of built my space in a non-Trump area, so it doesn't really matter. But do you get like a lot of people upset at you that you don't? Suck yeah, I mean, his balls conservative. 
conservatives that are just dumb. I mean, I, and I'm not calling all conservatives dumb, but dude, people don't realize like if it's a lot of these rhinos, Dan Crenshaw, just because, and I'm not even a kid. I don't even consider myself. I consider myself a populist. If anything, you know, I don't really consider myself super conservative. Like, right. I, I, like you guys don't want the government involved in anything. I guess the government is going to always kind of be involved in some stuff. It's just a, it's a nightmare that we have to live with, but the government's such an idiot. I don't, I don't like that. I guess my point being is, Calling out Trump for obvious stuff. If that pisses people off and they can't see it, then they're lost. I mean, they, they have this thing that Trump's going to save us, dude, for three years. This is what makes me mad is you look at Julian Assange with WikiLeaks. He basically handed him the election. He doesn't let him out, but then he lets Kodak Black out, which is fine. Let Kodak Black out, but let Julian Assange out. I mean, the guy like hooked yeah. you up, so, you know, gave yeah. you the slam dunk, dude. So that's why it just makes me mad is that Trump is all about virtue signaling. He shut us down. He, uh, you know, he's the best vaccine salesman in the world. He even talking about how I put it out before it was even ready. It's like, dude, yeah. that's not, that's not <laughs> I, it. I put it in my big about, bro. Put it in my but, big neck, okay? We sprinkle it on. And there. I love that. See, there's stuff about Trump I love, dude. But I love fast food. Like, I, I'm saying I love <laughs> that he was like, there's some stuff about Trump that's great. Like you can like him, but you don't. You can't worship yeah. these people because at the end of the day, he's just another government. Uh, you, you know, you can't uh, have a new one too. You're not allowed well, to have a nuance view. So I can say yeah. I like that he killed TPP and he got out of the Paris Accords and he had energy independence in four years. I don't like that he assassinated Soleimani, which could have started a world war. Mm -hmm. I don't like a lot of things and I like some things. And if yeah. I if I give him credit on anything he did right, oh, you're a you're, you're an orange man, ball sucking, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And it's like you're your light switch brain is what they say. Either this all for this or all against this. Nuance isn't allowed, and it's that's part of the culture of social media where it creates these echo chambers. Yeah. Anybody in the middle is dangerous, right? Well, and that's also, true. there was nothing more satisfying about the way he just completely took all of the media and the Democratic establishment, farted right in their face in front of the whole world, open cheek, and, yeah. and, and exposed them for the fucking criminals, liars, degenerates, and pieces of shit that they all are. Dude, <laughs> Hillary and Jeb Bush. In the same he destroyed a Clinton and a Bush incredible. in the same time. And Billy Bush, too. I, I said that Bush on fire, too. Okay. Yeah, he could have easily uh, got Hillary. You know, he had dirt on Hillary and he said he's going to lock her up and didn't. So that's well, another reason why I don't, you was, know, I was that a was little a nice thing that we said, but, Alex, during the thing. But what it is is Epstein probably has dirt on all of us. Okay. Yeah, exactly. But this is what this is what I'm worried about. It's like, you know, everybody's like, oh, Trump 2024. Dude, we don't want him. He has so much baggage. Like, whether you believe in the right, left, you know, diatribe or whatever, you know, that's all uh, fake. But we need a guy that doesn't have have as much baggage as much as i like trump as the politician that's going against the crazy left dude it, it just it just gives him ammunition so we need like a desantis or somebody else to ted come in cruz. there that doesn't have to say yeah i mean ted cruz sucks dude i hate I cruz. <laughs> i know i mean dude there's nobody i like dislike more than ted cruz other than beto you know other than yeah. like you know none of these Cuck. all these politicians Suck, dude. Every oh, single Zanthus, one of them. is a hardcore Zionist, though, man. He would have. Oh yeah, he loves Israel. I know, no, I know. Dude, you, you can't, you can't get the funding to run for any any of these positions without having Israel funding it. I mean, that's a sad, that's a yeah. sad state of reality. Ryan, you got to move back to the United States and just like become a Christian and a Zionist and be like, you know, just pretend to be both and then be like, all right, I'm doing yeah. this, and then get in there and then just do what you want to do. So. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Well, I mean, I thought I'll run for Congress in North Carolina because I think my district would would elect me just on the beach erosion issues and stuff I've already been fighting against and winning. So, yeah. you know, I can actually point to things that we got done. So uh, you're a climate change believer. Pages declassified. I I really believe like if you would 
if all this energy that's wasted yelling at buildings, you know, if 10% of those people would actually go legally go in the building and meet with a representative and talk to them like an adult, that'd be way more effective than slinging shit back and forth on Facebook and playing the bongos in the park. Or move to New Hampshire, right, Eric? That's the other way. Absolutely move to New I'm, Hampshire. I'm pork fest over in my mind. It's just that the DC thing. I don't know if I can get to New Hampshire. They don't have international flights. So. We'll get you in the Underground Railroad. Yeah. yeah. We'll fly to Canada and then to New Hampshire. It's you should come to the pork fest too, man. It's going to be it's going to be a lot of fun. Oh, Alex. No, I yeah, heard it's nuts. I heard it's as Daniel McAdams' gig with Ron Paul in Houston, though. That's in June, too, I think. Uh, yeah, I think that's in June. I think it's earlier, though. So um, I'm going to be driving across the country. So if you want to fly to Utah, you could make a road trip out of it to New Hampshire. Mitt Robbie will get some chocolate milk and talk to some of our wives. You're going to pick me up. You're going to pick me up. Dude, I saw you shifting gears like a badass. Right. A lot of people can't do that, Reed. You, know, you got that big ring. <laughs> and, dude, in, in, in that, that heavy piece <laughs> of equipment, though, how, so you have those pilots, you have front and back pilots. How do you, you just talk to them on the CB the whole time or are you, are you not even talking to them that much really? Yeah. I mean, you only need two in some areas. Like I needed them. I picked that thing up outside of Portland. So to drive through Portland, I needed two and then we let the other one go. And then I just had the guy behind me <clears throat> and yeah, just on the CB. So. Wow, you're lucky that they didn't, you know, try to steal that thing in Portland and burn it up. I mean, that place is no. <laughs> well, I, just, I just drove through Portland and then got the machine outside and then drove straight through again. I didn't want to stop at all. But well, dude, that's that's another politician. You know, uh, Ted Wheeler has totally changed the public comment. You know, they still do their meetings over Zoom because, of course, you know, they love that. Um, but dude, they've like limited the public comment to like only three speakers because I've had the viral videos where I'm the fake Antifa talking about how the fentanyl is so good and like, but you know, my kids are vaccinated. <laughs> I'm just saying, dude, that he's like literally they 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 burned down the courthouse, the federal courthouse building for 60 days. They tried to firebomb it. Yet, you know, the insurrection, they didn't arrest one person and one lady for throwing a firebomb now is under house arrest for like 60 days. Some slap on the wrist saying, yet all the people that walked between, you know, the ropes during the insurrection jail, 16 years, six years, you know, 10 years minimum. Yep. Dude, we need to get rid of Ellen's show and give that to fucking Q Shaman. All right. He needs his own show and he Dude. needs it right now. We well, need him Q on is channel. bullshit too. You know, I mean, Q, that's the thing. That's another psychological operation. Yeah. It's like, I, I don't that's, vibe with Q either. That's, it's just, you know. walk -in, that's a walk-in son and father just trolling the whole fucking world from a massage parlor in over in Japan, basically. Yeah. Philippines. You know? Oh, is that where they are? The Philippines? Mm -hmm. Well, yeah, people just want to believe people want to believe because, you know, they there are child predators or are weird stuff that they mix in some truth, you know, some true conspiracy with a bunch of fake crap. And then you're like, oh, look at these drops. I have inside information. It's that's the bad thing about the conspiracy world. There's there's the two bad things about the conspiracy. People think is they, they understand conspiracies that they're like in on this big secret, you know, that nobody else knows, which is not really the case. And the other thing is like, you know, like the hopelessness. Oh, you're a conspiracy theorist and the world's hopeless. You have no... And that's not that's not the case. You know, just because there's conspiracies doesn't mean that I don't have any hope for the world. I mean, sadly, I'm a little black pilled into thinking that, you know, we are being run by multinational corporations that are probably going to, you know, have more power than human beings at the end of times. But I still think that we can do something in our lifetime and make a difference. And that's what I'm trying to do, you know. And I love that meme of the solar system. And this is a little tiny grain where Earth is, and there's an arrow that says, You're here paying taxes to pedophiles. <laughs> yeah, that's about right. Hey, we got a big uh, super chat from P1 Dizzy. Appreciate $50. your time tonight, gentlemen. So worth the wait. Hashtag we are Ryan Dawson. Nice set, Alex. There you go. 
Thank yeah, you, my tits. Talking about my tits. I got big tits. I had uh, they were stuffed in that one thing. The diet starts tomorrow because I'm about to meet. I'm about to meet somebody. I'm about to meet a nice little lady for some Mexican food. So you know I'm gonna get the cheese enchiladas. I'm I'm kind of disappointed, Alex, that you don't eat the steak and shrimp. But I'm gonna pretend I didn't hear I, that. I know, but dude, it's steak and shrimp is a lifestyle. Long, it's a mindset, dude. Alex, it's like, how long have you been off the booze for? Going on three years now. I don't drink, wow. and and I and I stopped smoking yeah. weed a few months ago, and I, and I really haven't looked back at smoking weed either. Yeah, Dude, if you're, that young, had to be hard every April fourteenth. I could. Four twenty. That's, that's when Lincoln got shot. No, you got to celebrate. <laughs> that's that's the Ryan Dawson four twenty. Yeah. 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 Lincoln got shot when Lincoln died, and then a, a, the Pink Moon all in a row three days this year. We almost had Easter and the death anniversary of the tyrant on the same day. Wow, but uh, yeah, that's but then, great. Then you'd have to look out, Ryan, because what if he rose back from the dead after three days? Then you'd have to shoot him again, Lincoln. <laughs> he did. It's called the Federal Reserve. <laughs> <laughs> but that's great, Alex. Three over three years. I'm I'm doing six months this this first six months of this year off booze. So I've been off it since January first, and uh, it's been great. You know, I feel really good. Well, dude, listen, like if, if somebody's out there suffering from anxiety and depression, I can't heal that. But you're never going to heal your brain. I'm not saying you are when you have when you're drinking all the time, because it's constantly just going to, you know, mess up your brain chemistry. I mean, it's literally like, you know, one of the most toxic things you can put in your body. And I'm not saying don't have a little libation to have a little fun. But, you know, drinking the beer every night. Oh, I'll only drink a couple. It does have effects on your mental health. That's all. I'm Absolutely. Saying. It does. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, definitely. No, I felt really clear and. uh you know, I've been enjoying it. So I'm going to do at least six months and uh, I'll see when I get to July. I'm waiting till July 10th. It's my dad's birthday. I'm going to see Brian Wilson and Al Jardine from the Beach Boys, who were one of my dad's favorite bands. You know, got you got to have a beer at the Beach yeah. Boys. Yeah. So I'm going to have a beer then. About but... Good vibrations. That's the Beach Boys knew is all about yeah. vibrational oh, yeah. energy. Yeah. yeah. Come on, man. But yeah, props what to I you. What I like Alex. about drinkers is they don't deny the negative effects. They're like, yep, yes, it does that. Other drugs, you got people in full denial. They're like, no, there's no negative. <laughs> see, that's the thing is weed. Well, that's the other thing. It's like I do believe weed probably has some sort of like it's not anti-cancer benefits, but kind of like you know, I think they have THC. Like what I'm trying to say is like Willie Nelson smokes forever. Yo, and, and this is another thing is I do think anything uh, that reduces your stress reduces odds for cancer. Yes, in so the, that's why it could be. It can be a little helpful, but then you always see, this is the other thing. This is the devil's advocate. You always see like the hundred and it's her, it's Darlene's 103rd birthday. What's your secret Darlene? It's like some like black woman or like some woman's like, I drink a pint of liquor a day and I smoke 10 cigarettes. So it's weird. You know, it's so, it's kind of, you know, it's like an, you know, some for such different strokes for different folks is what I'm saying. Yeah. That's so, obvious. It affects different people differently. Mm -hmm. And that goes for alcohol or marijuana. There's some people that can drink every day and they're fine. Some people can't even drink ever. Or they lose yeah. their shit, and, and some, some people smoke crack all day. day like all day. And your life's <laughs> great. People that get all schizophrenic and weird on it. So you know, just on, depends. Man. The strain depends on the person. Hunter's a yeah. smart guy. She gives crack so, a good name. So, Alex, what's in the near future for you? What are you? What are you up to? Just the sky's the limit. What you? What I need a viral video, man. I need a viral video. <laughs> oh, no. I don't know. I mean, I did. Uh, you know, you'll probably see me on the Blaze TV a little bit with the uh, the the greatest human being ever, Glenn Beck. Uh, uh, but I'm just kind of saying that. Um, you know, you we're should do a rap with my Epstein map in the background. <laughs> That's what I'm gonna do. Uh, but yeah, I mean, dude, I don't know. I mean, in the future, uh, just as long as I don't get deplatformed, I'll keep grinding. That's the only thing I'm worried is I don't want to turn into Ryan. No, I mean that. No offense. I'm just saying. You know, as soon as you get effective in like waking people up. I was getting banned before it was cool. 
Yeah, you immediately get banned. So, dude, as long as I can keep cooking, I'm going to keep uh, serving the steak and shrimp to pimps like Eric and pimps like yourself, Rita, and pimps like Ryan. So, yeah, y'all just, the buffet is going to stay open until they close it. Is that so? Right. Out evangel the evangel. Like you well, were saying, that, we just put a mirror up to it. Like, yeah, just just go full tilt more leftist than them. Exactly. Carlin said, anybody driving slower than you is an idiot. Anyone driving faster than you is a maniac. Right. That's <laughs> a good thing. That's a very good example. George Carlin's a beast. But yeah, I mean, uh, it's American dream speech. You just have that whole thing like they own all the banks and businesses. You, you, they took all this a long time ago. And then you just put that American psycho clip right after that. Whoa, cool it with the anti-Semitism. <laughs> yeah but that's also though it's, it's people don't even this is one thing it's like when you try to wake people up you know you have these companies like vanguard and blackrock have made it you know to totally deleted the middle class by artificially raising the price of all the homes you know because they have an endless amount of money so you, the american dream is dead people don't even have the money you know they start off a hundred thousand dollars in debt for a college degree they're not going to use so people are showing 20 percent of twitter well, exactly. Yeah, they own probably more than they say 20%, but they probably have some sort of sub subsidiary companies that own even more of it. That's why guys like Elon yes. Musk, who, yep. who I don't think Elon Musk is a hero. The guy's crazy. Him and Grimes are naming their baby like XZY. I mean, you know, if that's our hero, we're screwed, guys. If Elon Musk that's, is our hero, we're toast. That's, the dark times. that's what I, we read and I have this joke. Oh, I have this joke. It says we're so far in our in, own end zone, blah, blah, blah. It's kind of like you might be a redneck if. We're so far in our own end zone. Three libertarians on the show are supporting Larry Elder because Gavin Newsom's so bad, right? We're yeah. so far in our own end zone that Elon Musk, yeah. that names his babies after numbers and stuff and wants to colonize Mars or whatever. Put a is chip practical. in your brain. Put yeah. a chip he's, in your brain. He's our only hope. <laughs> to be fair, I supported Caitlin for California. Surprise. We love Caitlin. Caitlin is Alex, good. We have bad. to protect women's sports. And I saw what you did at the city council there. You spent three hours tucking. I spent four hours. Good for you, sister. Surprise. <laughs> oh, shit. I love you, Caitlin. I love you too, Alex. Let's take some laps in my pool and have some mimosas. No, Anytime. No Anytime, Caitlin. Anytime. Yeah, so I, Alex, I know uh, Alex Jones is really, really proud of you. And he's actually here. He's on the line. And he really wants to just tell you uh, how impressed he's been with the work Please. that you've done. And, and he actually... <laughs> He has some concessions to make about 9-11, apparently. He's changed his mind on a couple All things. Right. So here he is. We'll see what he has to say. Alex, I love you. I love what you're doing. I love that you host the 19th Hour Roof Wars. We do this every day. I mean, we, we are we are grinding and shining. We are doing Blue Pill Plus. We're doing Red Pill Plus. We're doing any pill plus. Sandy Hook kind of fucked me. Brock kind of it fucked did. me. Anyway, I think they're here or there. I want to talk about the scorpion and the frog. This is a 20th century Russian fable, folks. I don't know if you've ever heard of this, but it's we are, we are doing things that are not in man's good interest. We are, we are going to take the ride, even though we know the scorpion is going to sting us, folks. Save Infowars.com. We're going to bring it to you. Forget about Glenn Beck. Infowars.com. Hosting that 19th hour, Alex. I need you to do it every day. What do you say? I, and, dude, thank you for that super male vitality. It keeps me harder than Chinese arithmetic. That's why, you know, I got a lot of ladies coming out of the woodwork. You know, they need, they, they need the D. And because of you, Alex, because of your supplements, I'm able to give them that hard... That hard rock this, they want. This is colloidal silver. These are colloidal silver injections, folks. Okay. When you're fighting a demon like Kamala Harris, you got this nasty demon like you Kamala Harris. Colloidal silver, dude. You gotta have colloidal silver. You gotta get that thing hard. You gotta have Larry Silverstein building his building with my colloidal silvers. Infowords dot Alex Alex Jones, I got one question. You when Trump was on your show, 
you let him get away with saying the the dancing Muslims in the streets instead of the dancing Israelis, but you have something you have a retraction to make and a correction. Is that is that correct? There were, I'm not retracting anything. There were thousands of dancing Israelis, uh, Muslims, and everybody. And I had a bowl of chili, and my lawyer talked about. I was in Connecticut last week. I was talking about Sandy Hook. Look, folks. I may have said a couple of things about the coroner at Sandy Hook, but I shouldn't be fined $25,000 a day because I didn't show up just because my jet was late because I had diarrhea from a bowl of chili that I ate. I don't think that's what should happen. So I, I think I, I just, you know, the New York Times didn't, you know, get fined when they lied about the Iraq war and they protected Judith Miller and all their neocon sources. You know, Larry Silverstein said, pull it. They brought the building down. It was a huge gas explosion. That wasn't my fault. That's not my fault, Reed. I don't, I don't understand why you're always, you and Ryan Dawson are always attacking me on your channel, and I'm sick of it. And I want to challenge Ryan Dawson right now to a KY Jelly Ranch down in North Carolina. <laughs> KY Jelly, pour it on me. Bring it. American Indian versus American Alamo. <laughs> Let's do it. I'm not. Do you think I'm disinfo, Ryan? Let's take our shirts off right now and do a weigh in. <laughs> all right. Well, thank thank you, Mr. Jones. Thank. Uh, we'll, I love we'll you. I love. Time. By the way, I love all of you. I'm not gay, but I love all of you. I love you, Alex. <laughs> thank Stay you. Infowars.com. The 19th hour, Alex Stein. Forget about Glenn Beck. Forget about his sob story. Forget about what he's doing. Forget about his globalist agenda. Infowars.com. All right. And there twenty dollars super chat from B Hayes eighty two. Thank you for that. Oh yeah. God. Great show, guys. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. So. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, we'll wrap it up. We won't keep Alex around for too long. Uh, Eric, what's coming up on your show? Got anything interesting? Anything you want to plug? Yeah. And also, uh, just close us out with uh, I don't, who have we not heard from tonight? Who who has a special take? That read. I had some shekel chats for you too. Just okay. Well, you can read those first. Real if you want. Rolf Peterson says, "Cheers, thank you for your work." P one dizzy. What's the what is the one to three questions you would ask a historian or history professor to figure out in not so obvious way if he's based or not? And Mike Taylor says, uh, we ever going to see Owen Benjamin, Ryan stream primetime 99. You're funny as hell, bro. Thank you guys. <laughs> Thank you. You guys need to get Owen on. That, that'd be great yeah, on the four horsemen. I yeah. agree. I think we should have him on now. <laughs> get all of us in there. Um, I don't know if we can answer the historian question if you're out of time, Reed, but. Oh, no, I don't. I, Alex, you got a few more minutes or you got to run? I got Well, I got a couple more minutes. I'm sure. I'm sure. Uh, 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 I'm supposed to meet somebody, but here, but the historian question, let me answer that. Uh, how do you ask your teacher? How do you figure out if your teacher is based? I mean, I think it's pretty simple. You'd ask about 9-11. I think that's a pretty good way. I mean, we just ask him what he thinks happened to that. I mean, what other questions do you guys ask to see? Uh, <clears throat> well, we're so far in our own end zone. I'd say how many genders are there? Anything other than two. <laughs> you, can, you can throw that one out. <laughs> well, this is how I can beat your argument there, because technically there's more than two, because some people this and I'm not I'm just playing devil's advocate. There are a very small one tenth of one percent of people are born intersexed. And that's what I hate, because I have these arguments where like, oh, men can compete against women. Yeah, because only inter intersex people only have one set of working organs. So that's the one they are. But you're right. There are. There are more than two genders. There's male, female, and a whole bunch of losers. <laughs> yeah, and I'm not even one of these guys like there's 50 <laughs> genders. I'm just saying, you know, that's what that that's the their cards like, oh, so you want to exclude intersex people from competing against women? It's like, no, I don't want to do that at all. Leah Thomas still has a cock and balls. There's nothing intersex about Leah Thomas. It's just a it's just a you know a, a argumentative tool that they use, which you can't really debunk because there are some people born with both genitalia. But listen. 
like you said, neither of the genitalia work. Like they can't, there's no intersex person that can have a baby. Well, either, either one works or the other, both can't work at the same time. So, yeah. that's and that's it. why they have puberty blockers for children and all that stuff is because there's at some times, you know, the baby they had, they decided birth and they give a gender reassignment surgery at birth and then give it medicine right then and there. So that's why they have all this. Crap. Michelle Obama has a penis. Obviously her ovaries were working because she had children. So that's, no, well, we don't have any pictures of her with pregnant. We don't have any pregnancy pictures of her. I still think big Mike. She's got quite the schlong. Look, Hunter Biden's got a big old schlong. Boy, not as big as big Mike. Okay. <laughs> all right, Eric. Yeah. Close us out with, uh, let's hear from, uh, we haven't heard a ton from Jesse Ventura tonight. So not as big as his older brother either. He's completely. Well, hey. Well, hey, we got to ask about Ryan. You know, Jesse Ventura would go on all those shows and say 9 11 is an inside job. That was base, but then now he's the biggest vaccine salesman. So it's like, what you think? You think he got bought and sold out by somebody? Or, I mean, what the heck? What, what do you think the story is with him? Or he's just so dumb now. He's done that on a, on a few things, like uh, the Wellstone thing. He's like, I was a pilot that he shouldn't have flown. And then he's like, oh, he was clearly murdered. Yeah, you know, he flip flops on things where it wins one. But he's an older guy and he panicked because he's in the that bracket of uh, individuals that might actually get hit hard by COVID. So he wants mm -hmm. everybody back and masked and, you know, he's a Yankee at the end of the day. So he's going <laughs> to have anything to defend yourself with there, Mr. Ventura, after all those accusations. Well, well and, and did he punch what's his name? The, uh, what's his child, the American liar. He lied about me, Alex, to sell books. He slandered <laughs> me that I wasn't even there that night. And I'm on blood thinners. You think an ex-governor was at a SEAL bar and got punched out by some maniac sniper from Clint Eastwood's Jerkfest movie with Bradley Cooper, who did a subpar job playing him, actually happened? And he's, happened. The fake, he's the fake baby. That's why they didn't win any awards, just because they had that fake baby. That, that, that's in that right, movie. Alex. You got, you got, it never happened. And Chris Kyle, Ron Paul said, live by the sword, die by the sword. And that's what happened to Chris Kyle, the American liar. But I would say get vaxxed. I like the mask. I wear the mask when I go out to Costco because I'm a senior now. I'm 70 now. I'm a boomer. And I, get I love a, the mask. I my get favorite 20, thing. Excuse me. I get a 20% discount now at Costco because I get senior rates. Costco. And I keep, I keep the mask on at Costco because I'm done talking to people. <laughs> I lost my freedom of speech after the Iraq war. NMSNBC bought my silence, and then Vladimir Putin gave it back when RT hired me. Okay, Vladimir, Vladimir <laughs> Putin. It's Vladimir happening over there now. But get vaxxed, wear your mask, stay socially distant. Nine Eleven was still a part-time job. God bless Alex Stein. Seven <laughs> Eleven was a part-time job. Part-time job. Right. Part All right, Jesse, where, where can we follow your show? Keep up with everything. I think I might actually go cross-site after doing that. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm off RT. I'm off the grid. Yeah, Jackman Radio on Twitter, Instagram is Senator Jackman. Um, I'm on Patreon, patreon.com slash Jackman Radio. I'm on Venmo, Senator Jackman 86. If you like what I do, send me a tip. Send me a request. I'll send you a nice cameo video of me in a bikini that Melania made for me, and we can talk about some things going on down at Mar-a-Lago. Uh, we're on YouTube. The links are all down there. Give, please subscribe on YouTube. We've been building that channel up, and um, pod, the podcast is on all streaming uh, platforms. All right, Ryan, where are you not banned off of? Yeah. So uh, Odyssey, BitChute, Gab, and Substack so far, I still have a Substack. I don't know how long that'll last, but 
Uh, yeah, I can't use any of the mainstream anything. It's too truthy, too many facts. That's good. I don't want you on there spreading your disinformation. Thank God. Yeah. <laughs> Never. <laughs> we wouldn't want to do that. So, Come yeah. Substack, too, in, uh, Substack, I guess. I have a Telegram as well. Um, some countries, it's banned in certain countries. But right now, you can still get on in the U.S. So, yep. Then I guess those links are below as well. William Wallace just sent a Chad uh, super chat. It says, not sure what's funnier, Datamir or Chadamir. Datamir <laughs> <laughs> Putin was good to the body. We had some good years now, not so much. <laughs> Graham said uh, Zelensky was good for the body. Oh. <laughs> All right. And, Prime time and- 99. Alex Stein, where can everyone keep up with you? And you got any final thoughts you want to close out with? Well, uh, we learned some new stuff about 9-11 tonight, some information. We uh, talked to some very funny guys. It was a pleasure to meet you, Ryan. Uh, you know, I've met Reed and Eric already and uh, Mike. Uh, but this is what I'm trying to tell you is uh, look into this stuff for yourself. You know, for the people watching this, you know, don't believe anything I say. You know, do your own research is the only thing, only serious thing I'll say. And if you guys want to find me, it's Pornhub.com uh, slash Alex Stein. You'll see my videos there. Uh, a lot well, of I got videos. Pornhub. No, you didn't. No, you I didn't, did. right? Yes, I did. Yeah. What did you? Why. You had an account thought, on Pornhub. Well, they're not going to censor. It's Pornhub, right? Me Khalifa. Well, if you guys want to see me, if you guys want to see me Khalifa, apparently I'm not. You want to see five inches of super male vitality? All you got to do is go to Pornhub.com, type in Alex Stein Conspiracy <laughs> Castle, and you're gonna you're gonna stay hard. New World Order, hard as a rock. Dude, you're going to see stuff that you've never seen positions that the new world order doesn't want you to know about. I'm talking about, you know, some, some really sick stuff. So, uh, other than that, yeah, I mean, that's the only place I want to direct you to that. I don't follow them anywhere else. <laughs> it's, it's harder I'm trying to build my Pornhub channel up. It's, it's, hard. it's harder than you think as a, as a guy being only five inches, it's very difficult, but I'm trying. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you everyone for watching. I will be having, uh, who I'm having a few people on this week. Uh, I'm having Dave Smith on Tuesday. We're going to have Adam Kokesh on Tower Gang on Wednesday. Whoa. So make sure I got to go watch that. that I got to see the wild. drama on that. <laughs> so everyone go over, subscribe to Tower Gang. You can find it on YouTube, Odyssey. It's also on Twitter if you're not following it already. And with that, we will say good night.